It was three o'clock in the morning on Christmas Day. In a few hours' time, all the children across the country would be waking up to stockings and presents. Ernie had other ideas. He was attempting to pull off the biggest bank robbery in the history of England. His heart raced as he squinted through his night vision goggles into the darkness below. Rain was falling hard and wild gusts of wind rocked him about as he struggled to keep his flying machine in the air. He was only six feet up, but his plan would be ruined if his feet touched the ground. There must be no traces, no footprints for the police to find. The flying contraption, his own invention, was made from wooden pallets, a speedboat engine and some rusty old helicopter parts. Ernie, perched in an old dentist chair, was dressed as Father Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. He was a big man with big hands, big feet and a big round face. His face looked like a mouldy pizza that had been dropped on the floor of a barber's shop. Greasy tufts of hair sprouted out from his nose, ears and cheeks, and over his right eye he wore a dirty patch. He was, without doubt, the ugliest Father Christmas you're ever likely to see. Merry Christmas, losers! <laughs> car came to a halt. Wait here, Otto, while I open the gate. Just then, Otto noticed something move in the bushes. Audrey, there's a man in that bush. Poking through the hedge, glinting in the sunlight, he could see a pair of binoculars. Whereabouts is the man? Be careful not to point. He's in the hedge behind you. Is he now? Okay, I know just what to do. Be a good boy and fetch me some of those apples. And make sure you get some nice big mouldy ones. Mouldy? Why do you want mouldy? Just do as I say. And whatever you do, don't look at that man. Now I'll go and open the gate. Filling the bag was easy, as there was so much fruit on the ground. Otto didn't like the feel of the sticky, squashy, mouldy apples, but as requested, he filled up the bag with rotten fruit. Audrey was now at the gate, tapping numbers into a keypad on the wall. A loud rustling noise came from inside the bushes. Otto couldn't stop himself from looking. He now clearly saw a big man staring through green binoculars. He wore a camouflage jacket and in one hand he held a pen and paper. The binoculars were pointed in Audrey's direction. How are you getting on over there, Otto? Well done it. Excellent. Now be a good boy and bring them over here. With a great effort, Otto dragged the heavy bag over to where Audrey was standing. Mouldy apples began spilling out onto the road as he struggled with the weight. Right now, Otto. Let's take a look at what you've got there. Oh dear no, Otto. These apples are all rotten. We'll have to throw them away. With a quick flick of her wrist, Audrey began hurling apples. Yay! Like bullets from a gun, she fired apple after apple into the bushes. The man started to cry out as the rotten fruit exploded all around him. One caught him smack in the face and burst into tiny pieces. Her aim was unbelievable. Why are you loitering in the bushes, Ernie? You're after the gate code, aren't you? I was fixing the fence. They're blooming rabbits. They've been on my land again. Fixing the fence? With binoculars? I've never heard such a pack of lies. 
spying more like it. The sticky fruit had now attracted a swarm of wasps. They buzzed around Ernie's face and crawled inside his jacket. Desperately, he tried to swat the wasps away, but this just made them angry, and they began to sting his face and neck. Audrey launched another apple in Ernie's direction, which skimmed the top of his bald head. Scrumps, scrumps, washing his pants in the towel, in the towel. There was scrumps, scrumps, ironing his pants in the market square downtown. Everyone was now singing along. Fang and Buster could sing well, but Shah's voice was not so good. Suddenly, a deep, roaring noise came from above them. A very large, brown bear was standing at the top of the stone steps. They quickly stopped singing as the bear...